I said right foot up, left foot left slide. Wide. Oh man, can't let that one slide. Drake's uh, <laughs> most bang, biggest banger, we'll call it. Biggest banger? Um, I don't know, man. Have you heard Sicko Mode? Holy man. You're calling Sicko Mode a Drake track? I think that's actually that is a Drake song. <laughs> that's a Drake song at the end of the day. Yeah. When you, you know, when you have a video of Travis Scott going crazy when the Drake vocals come in, that tells you right there that it's a Drake song. Mm-hmm. I we already can't know even that. remember a single Travis Scott lyric from that track. No, absolutely not. I don't, for as, as far as I'm concerned, Drake's the only artist on that song. Um, but have you um, have you seen the the lore <laughs> around like the Drake verse being sent in late to Travis for meltdown? I think we might have actually talked about this. I don't remember if it was on air or not. Oh, uh, I don't remember it being late. No, this is new to me. This is new to me. So, okay, um, what did Drake not hire the right UPS driver? What's going on here? <laughs> Yeah, he forgot to up his Dropbox Premium subscription. Um, but there was a tweet from Mike Dean that says, um, "Fuck, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like, hurry up and get the blank vocals in or something like that. Mm. It's like, tell blank to send his vocals or something like that. And it was like a week before the album came out. And my theory is that Drake was the one who didn't send his vocals in until the very last second because he was dissing pharrell and push on it and like Mm. travis is the the simp of the rap community so we don't want him knowing about that before it's too late you know right so did drake hold off on setting in these controversial lyrics to protect travis because he knew that he didn't want travis to be like is it like accountable like he wants this to be a first degree offense, not an accomplice. Yeah. Or do you think he did it last minute because he thought Travis would block him from proceeding, but in a high pressure mm. moment, he'd have to let it through. Mm. Yeah. I think it's either one, probably both, to be honest. Like if he sends it too early, Travis can get in his head about it and be like, Oh fuck. I don't want to, I don't want to burn a bridge. Mm-hmm. Can you just redo this? <laughs> or like, yeah. I can't, I can't include this. I'm sorry. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be the probably the worst financial choice for Travis to make to not include the Drake feature on his album. Um, but all signs are pointing to this track being like a sicko mode part two. And there's like a beat switch in it as well. And mm-hmm. it almost sounds like a Drake's going to come on again and do another verse at the end, but he doesn't. And so I think that's all part of the story as well. Oh, interesting. So yeah. maybe the second verse got censored. Maybe, yeah, we don't know. Maybe he went after Pharrell even harder. So you don't even ride skateboards. (laughs) Yeah, make fun of your little glasses. (laughs) Yeah, you and your tiny little Chanel frames, you can't even do a kickflip. Yeah, your (laughs) your face routine is excessive. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't ain't nobody buying your skincare line, boy. Dude, no one's buying that. Men don't do skincare. The only two men on earth that do skincare is Pharrell and Drake. <laughs> like no one else is thinking <laughs> about it. And maybe Eric. Dude, are you kidding me? I got the whole Aesop. The there's a secret Aesop location in my bathroom. <laughs> I believe that. It's funny because I've actually had it on my to-do list to like modify and refine my face facial skincare routine for quite some time. But mm-hmm. I told myself 
when I'm done getting through all of these ASOP samples, then I'll commit to the thing I want to buy. And I can't get through the samples. It's an oh. infinite pile. Dude, you're right. I keep growing the sample pile. Um, and it's like, for some reason, I just like can't get through it. I even brought some on vacation. So I was like, oh, this is a great time to use this like toner that I've been holding on to since 2019. <laughs> and I just brought it home with me. I wasted a uh, liquid. <laughs> yeah, dude. It could have been used for a water bottle or something. I know. Uh, exactly. this is the, this is, and this is the challenge is it's that, but also I feel like I'm just accumulating them at this faster rate that I'm able to deplete them. And exactly. I'm trying to deplete them pretty quick. So I don't know what yeah. to do about that. <sighs> Me neither. Well, it doesn't matter because the Travis Scott album is here. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yep. fear it not. It. I... it delivered. Mm-hmm. And right. I feel like Drake does. This might be bigger controversy, what you're trying to describe regarding this verse. And maybe this verse in general that dissed Pharrell would be bigger controversy if there just wasn't so much happening with Drake right now between like mm. the bras on stage and this whole Bobby Altoff situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, break it down for us. What's going on with um, both of those things? Okay, well, <laughs> Drake seems to like like bras. He He's a collector, a connoisseur of sorts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like a hoarder, but like, like a horny hoarder. <laughs> a horny hoarder. <laughs> like he's like like. There's no reason for you to keep these bras, but I do remember seeing a clip where he showed a bin of them that he keeps at the, the, the embassy, which is a nickname for his Toronto home. Mm. <laughs> he keeps just a bin of fucking used bras. Of course he does. I, I okay. So here's what's happening for the listeners that aren't paying attention. Uh, would be crazy to not know about this Drake bra thing, but also listen to this podcast. I feel like that Venn diagram is not what I imagined the demographic to be, but um, fans are throwing bras on stage at Drake's shows and the bras are getting increasingly larger. We go from a little six inch to a foot long to a party sub real quick. (laughs) Uh, We're talking double D's, double G's. And then this week, a the world like a parachute sized bra <laughs> comes down on the stage drake laughs at it as he lifts it up he says he won't read the note in it because it's too dirty and then quickly learns that the bra itself is from his father oh, and then he reveals my. the note then he rereads the note now now daddy has new meaning in it you see um, oh <laughs> wow so the note probably said something like um, I'm going to be your daddy tonight. I'm going to peg mm-hmm. you or something. <laughs> something like that. But when he's literally talking about his father, um, then it's like a totally different thing and it's not sexual mm. in any way. It's totally okay to read out to an entire stadium of people. So he's, I, I, I think this whole thing's kind of cringe, Eric, this whole bra thing. Like they're trying to like add a, like a, like I get that he's a certified lover boy, but I think it's all for show. And I think this is just like actually exposing that this is more of a facade than anything. I don't think this guy's got any love in him. Mm-hmm. Ty, I think this is an example of Twitch culture infiltrating real life. We've broken through the, the glass wall, um, the glass wall being our phone screens. And I think people love to interact with creators and like have an instant feedback, right? Like, 
you know, I can post W's in the chat or donate 20 bucks and have someone read out the name of our podcast. Or I can throw a bra on stage and have Drake himself react to it, emote to it, if you will. <laughs> mm. So in this scenario, is Drake the NPC? <laughs> Drake's the NPC and we all have an Xbox controller. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're just we're just trying to we're button mashing, hoping that we can we will be mm-hmm. the one that breaks through. That's kind of exactly. a funny way to look at it. We've all like screamed at an artist while at their show. Um, very few of us have thrown things, you know, usually that doesn't go very well, uh, especially if you ask Kid Cudi um, mm-hmm. or Cardi B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you see like when someone threw some spray some water at Cardi B and she threw her mic at him? Like that's Dude, like an, that's an honor. That mic back. She whipped it. That was mm-hmm. abs- like she's got an arm on her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Apparently she was saying like, or no, she was like, there's some reason why the person had sprayed water on her. Like it was like she was asking for it or something. Do you mm-hmm. know what that's I'm what about? I heard? Yeah, she's yeah. like, I'm ready for the sauce essentially on this <laughs> sub. If I am the sub, sauce me, sauce me up. Um, where's the where, who has the biggest whop in the audience? And this guy said, <laughs> yeah. Let me squirt and show you. Yeah, I'm gonna whop you right now with this water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then she was not having it, but. In 2023, Ty, you're able to throw um, your intimates at an artist and they will collect them mm-hmm. and then post it later. <laughs> yeah. This is going in my my bank. That's what Drake says as he walks off stage. Kind of mm-hmm. wild. Exactly. I don't know, but I think bank. the whole thing's kind of, I think it's a silly, goofy thing that uh, takes away from the show for me. It takes away from the show if you're not the girl throwing the bra, but mm-hmm. she's happy. You know what I mean? And that's all that really matters. Yeah, but I want the NPC to engage with me, not another another person. <laughs> I want to win that lottery. Mm, exactly. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But I, you know, you'll never have an NPC interact with you if you don't go to the show. And this is why I'm trying to get you to come with me to the Drake show here in Vancouver. We have two nights to choose from. Still tickets are remaining. Let's do it. <laughs> it's only $370, dude. Yeah, dude, plus Ticketmaster has to take their cut. I'm not paying 400 bucks to listen to 2C Slide, Eric. That's simping. <laughs> we were talking before this tie. 2C Slide won't be performed. I think the group consensus is that that song is cringe. And I know Drake thrives in the cringe, um, but I don't think he'll perform it because he only has like two hours probably. He's got to get through like 18 like top 10 albums. How is he going to mm. do that in two hours? He's not going to play 2C Slide. I can guarantee it. This is his heiress tour. He's not going to even get through one album if he spends the whole time talking about bras. I know. I just want him to like, I just want to see the interlude where he like goes and DJs. Like I heard there was mm. like a part where he takes a break and just starts. He just plugs in his phone and plays like sexy red or something. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I need to see that. So Ty, I think it'd be good for the culture if you and I were to experience this together versus just me going and then telling you what I saw. I think we both need to live it and then like draw some kind of parallel with subway (laughs) naturally. Uh, uh, Honestly, it would be good for the culture. It would be good for the pod, be good for the breadheads. (laughs) There's a lot of benefits, but it would be bad for my conscious Eric. Cause (laughs) why? Is there a moral dilemma? Dilemma? Yeah. I don't want to give Drake $400. Wow. You've already given him 400 hours. (laughs) You've already given him 400 hours this week of listening to his, music what's an what's four hundred dollars you know we, we we made that back in 
15 minutes thanks to Zencaster. Yeah, shout out to Liquid IV, our um, ex sponsor. sponsor. Yeah, <laughs> it was the short sponsors contract. as fast as we get them. We, we at least you know we followed Liquid IV longer than Drake followed Bobby, so That's it's all good. True. So, uh, do you want to give the like what, what's going on with Bobby right now? We know that she might have slept with Drake, probably didn't. Uh, <laughs> is is this is this narrative over? She might have slept with Drake, but in the literal sense, she was in bed with him only like on the platonic level. And maybe she fell asleep at the end of the podcast. I know I did because that podcast was a total snoozer. Um, But the rumor is that she's currently getting a divorce from her husband. She has like three kids as well, which is a shocker to me. Um, I don't know, man. I've, I've seen her on my feed way too many times. I don't give a fuck about who she is or her content. It sucks, in my opinion. And I'm just, like, so sick of seeing it. Wow. Some hot takes coming in, hot and ready. I disagree, Eric. I think it's really exciting because I think she represents the the normal person that want that, that – what we talked about earlier with throwing the bra, she got – she won the lottery of normal person getting to engage with NPC Drake. Um <laughs> So I think she represents something in all of us. And mm-hmm. I find her content, uh, I guess, uh, appealing in the boredom because that is the reality of everyday life is that it's not as exciting as this dialogue in this podcast or perhaps uh, betting Aubrey Drake Graham. But it, there is like, a, like a, 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 a charm to that kind of simplicity or awkwardness. So... I think I think it's really great, Eric. I think it really represents the the thing that we are all feeling, you know? The thing we all want to be. Interesting. You want to be socially awkward at like a fun environment such as a concert. You want to stand there with the girls. Well, you wait, you telling me you're you're doing the 2C slide at a concert? <laughs> you're sliding? I'm not, doing, I'm not doing the 2C slide, but I'm at least enjoying myself, you know what I mean? I might be Dude. making fun of someone who's singing along. Or, you know, taking a B-reel, something, anything, but standing there uh, hating my life, you know? Listen, if you catch me bobbing my head a little <laughs> too much or even opening my mouth along with the lyrics, just take me outside and beat me. I, I am, I am statue-like at a show. I'm very still. I'm very, mm-hmm. neither seen nor heard there. Mm-hmm. You're right. It would be it would be really gay to enjoy another man's music live. <laughs> Imagine paying four hundred dollars to enjoy it. You have You're crazy. To, well, okay, paying money to do something um, is never sus, but like actively enjoying or supporting it is sus. You know what I mean? Right. So the trick is to like monetarily be invested in something, but not emotionally. <laughs> exactly. Like I might, gotcha. um, that's you know, how I, I feel about go... Subway. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like I'll, I'll, you know, pay the fee of a sandwich to support my brothers in arms, my brothers in subs, AKA the sandwich artists. See, this mm-hmm. is the type of artistry that I'll support monetarily anytime. Um, but will I, you know, eat it in front of them? Maybe not. I might take it right. home if, avoid the embarrassment. Um, yeah, there's ways to go around it, Ty, but simply buying the sandwich, I think, is noble. So whether it's a foot long or uh, like a 300 level 
view of Drake performing, you're suggesting that you are a patron of the arts. You invest in it and you want to see the artist act and be successful, but you emotionally are disassociated from it itself. You, you, you lurk around it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And one like hidden feature of sitting in the nosebleeds is you get to see the top of Drake's hairline, um, mm-hmm. which is nice. You know, usually you don't get to see that at Subway because you're wearing a, mm-hmm. some kind of hairnet or a hat. Um, but at this level, as long as you're not wearing that like shower cap with one of his like tour fits, you can see directly the crown of his head. Wow, a really uh, rare view. I would love it if when I went to Subway, I got one step that I got. It wouldn't be um, beneficial for any of our wheelchair bound listeners, but <laughs> if I could just go up one step when I get in the subway and walk along that while I'm ordering, I could I could mm. look down at my sandwich artist hairnet, but better yet, I could really see into the buckets and get a better mm-hmm. sense of the freshness of the veggies. I should mm-hmm. wear stilts to Subway. <laughs> we need to start pranking Subway. Like I think mm-hmm. we need to like start fucking with them harder and talking about it on our pod. Maybe doing like some OnlyFans content. I'm thinking of getting a job there. <laughs> I could use the extra income. <laughs> yeah. Podcasting isn't working out. We keep getting canceled. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, if you show up in the Rick Owens kiss boots, you're going to have a pretty good angle during that ordering process. Mm-hmm. That's right. I like who just called his kiss boots stilts. <laughs> They're basically stilts, dude. Because you're going to look right. like a clown in those things. Mm-hmm. Speaking of looking like a clown, tie, I want to talk to you a little bit about driving a Tesla. <laughs> And this is not sponsored content. (laughs) That's right. Daddy Musk is not in the pockets of Think Fresh this time around, but I have been driving a Tesla Model Y long range dual motor for a couple of weeks now. And I have to say, Ty, the driving experience, it's bipolar at best. And let me tell you why. Yeah, There's extreme highs and those come in the form of uh, turning off the chill mode and slamming your foot down on the pedal and like running through yellow lights, you know, things like that, evading the police, hashtag Kia mm-hmm. boys. Um, but the bad stuff I think outweighs the positives. And that's really unfortunate because the bad stuff is like 80% of the time. <laughs> think about this. Um, I had to turn on the wiper blades because it started raining. And um, it was on auto, right? And it had kind of stopped raining, but the windshield wipers were still going crazy. Like they were on max. Um, And that's actually happened the other day as well when they just came on for no reason. And to turn them off, Ty, I have to go into the little screen in the middle of the car. Three taps away is the option to turn off the auto wipers. (laughs) So I'm like doing like 120 on fucking highway one. And I'm also like, trying to tap into like four different uis to like turn the shit off and it was so annoying dude it made me like made me question the whole point of design like why, why are we designing things we've already gotten it right you know it's on the fucking yeah. steering wheel for most cars don't even think right this is the exactly this is the problem this is huge i can't believe they would musk would do that to you um the like if they're like taking precedent from like the iphone settings app and you're going like five panels deep to turn off your windshield yeah, wipers. That's a huge problem because no one can navigate even the 
even by looking at this kind of crap, like I have to perform a, a voice search whenever I want to go to my preferences and turn on airplane mode. So that's right. Is that is that the only solution to this self-created problem is to use voice or some other type of input? Mm -hmm. I could use voice, which just seems like way too difficult for something as like instantaneous as like flipping a switch on the steering column. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I spent like a good 30 seconds feeling around the car for like some kind of switch that would turn this shit off. And I damn near put it in park when I was on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> damn. So once again, minimalism has gone too far. How did we get here? How did this happen? I don't know, dude. Um, I, I can't tell you because like Subway's gone the opposite direction. You know, they're leaning yeah. to maximalism. It's it's actually refreshing to go to Subway for that reason. There's just so much color and texture and aroma. It's the only musk I like is the herb and cheese smell. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's the musk emanating from the sandwich artist while he's yeah. making my my sweet onion. Um, yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. Thank, th thankfully, we're not picking up the artist bo because there's too many other like stronger aromas present to mm -hmm. it. It masks mm -hmm. the musk. Mm -hmm. Exactly. When I say I want the CBO, I'm not talking about your body odor. I'm talking about the chicken, bacon, onion. Hell yeah. That thing's going to be on your breath. <laughs> um, that's right. It'll turn into my BO eventually. And that's kind of the crazy <laughs> cycle that we live in. Um, but I, one other um, huge con that I want to talk to you about is the charging infrastructure, Ty. The... And this is like, this is a crazy observation that I've been making every single time I have to go to a charger because I don't have one in my apartment building. Um, the closest supercharger is like a 15 minute drive away. Mm -hmm. um, so once in a while, I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'll just go there, um, charge it up and then like come home. I'll go 15 minutes later. I'm like plugging it in and I look around and it's all Tesla's parked beside each other with like a single dude sitting inside by himself and, wow. and they're just like on their phone. So there's like a community <laughs> of like people um, that just like sit together in a parking lot <laughs> and like, like go on their phone. Quad hotel. Exactly. It's literally a capsule hotel where you're like, I can like peer into people's car and like see what they're watching on their little Tesla screen. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's crazy. And like, what are these guys doing? Are they all like watching Twitch live streams or like, tech reviews like the new samsung phone tech review what are they watching it's amazing how many people are tuned into like mkbhd um but i don't know man i i try to like plug it in and like go do something and so like i'll walk around and then i'll just like look at my phone and see what's nearby not a single business is like operating within 15 minute walking distance and it's like mm. it got me thinking ty i understand the value of truck stops now because this is what those truckers do. They park their vehicle and then they go to Subway. <laughs> wow. That yeah. makes so much sense. So they yeah. should probably put superchargers next to Subways so that you have yeah. a place to go. This, exactly. Of course. Huh. You like reverse <laughs> engineered how go. we got here. <laughs> exactly. It, it's like we've done a full circle, Ty, where it's like we went from having the windshield wipers on the car to not having them on the car. And now we're back to putting them on the car. Mm -hmm. And same thing with truck stops. Truck parks at a subway, fills up, gets a foot long. And now we're back. Um, we're back, baby. <laughs> we're so back. This is so yeah. whack. 
This sounds like it's super whack. A unfortunately a worse version of where we are before, just like the windshield wiper debacle, despite coming mm-hmm. back. And the reason for that is because not just the fit 30 minutes in battery that you have to expend just to charge going both ways, but gas stations of the modern age service every single person, kind of like subway. You don't know who's going to walk through those doors. Mm-hmm. You could get mm-hmm. a variety, a mixed bag of people that are just ready to guzzle some gasoline. But mm-hmm. super, I would think that the Tesla boys at the supercharger is a bit of a mono culture. You know, you're going to get a lot of the, the same demographic. And that might get a yep. little tired. Yeah. But at the at the very least, you can maybe ap- try to appeal to that demographic and put in like, I don't know, an internet cafe or something. Mm. <laughs> Do they got <laughs> internet cafe in there? Okay, here, here's the biz- biz- business deliberation. It's like what you've identified is a need in the market for a business to pop up at these superchargers to kill time for the people who don't want to sit in their car. They need something <laughs> to kill that time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Is it like a craft milkshake dispenser? <laughs> like just go yeah, sip definitely. a milkshake. There needs to be something um, like an izakaya, maybe, <laughs> or like mm, some place with like kombucha on tap. Some kind of gentrifying business that I can sink my teeth into, so I don't feel bad like eating at McDonald's again. You know what I mean? Yes. It can't be net bad for you. It has to kill thirty to forty minutes. It has to be something you're comfortable doing alone. Maybe you're a part of a scene, but you don't have to actively engage in the scene. Mm-hmm. That's why I think subways would pop off at these like supercharged locations mm-hmm. because in reality, you don't need to spend more than 20 minutes there. Like it charges uh, most of your battery in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like that's enough time to order a footlong, eat it and get out of there. It's like the perfect thing, right? Like I don't want to... I don't want to like shop for groceries. I don't want to do any of that stuff. And if I'm on a road trip, like I have nowhere to take the groceries, right? I just want to like pull over for like a meal, uh, fill up on my battery, fill up my battery, and then I'm, I'm off. Very, very smart. It's because you're actually like, say, you're buying your time back by doing that because now you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about dinner. Exactly. Exactly. I think that's a good option. I think if I was Tesla, I would appeal to the nerdy playfulness of my demographic and I would open a little laser tag arena next to every <laughs> single every single supercharger. And the reason for that is then you can experience some camaraderie with your the other Tesla boys. Perhaps mm-hmm. you use your key to your vehicle to tap in and out of the laser arena so you can keep your score with you. And mm-hmm. um, maybe you could even have some s- supplementary games that are played post-tag in your vehicle mm-hmm. as you pass those other vehicles on the road now like mm-hmm. oh there there's there's steven he beat me at a tag last week while we were charging and no one wants to play that's those actually pretty for like funny minutes. that's actually funny there should be like a lan situation where it's like all the cars at the same supercharger can join a lobby and then you mm-hmm. just can like gun them down or something oh that's <laughs> actually really be. smart yeah it's yeah. a land party that's even it's better a land party um <laughs> damn bro <laughs> What else could what else could we possibly put at one of these locations? Like, I'm thinking about like if we put a gym there, that would be like the easiest stock to short. You know what I mean? They'd be like the emptiest <laughs> gym of all time. Like, not a single person would ever go in there. I don't think I don't even think a Tesla owner is capable of seeing the gym. It's camouflaged <laughs> to them. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's perfectly still, so they can't see it. Yeah, uh, not enough wires. Yeah. Hmm. 
yeah, so it's the, whatever the opposite direction of that is, but it can't be anything with like screens in it because like you couldn't make it a drive-in theater because no one's going to watch whatever you're playing. They got their own TV in their car. It has mm-hmm. to get them out of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Like a forest. Mm. <laughs> they should put a supercharger <laughs> in the middle of a forest. It's like, I need a break from this virtual <laughs> bullshit I live in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Go go touch a tree. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? This made me realize because we're drawing a parallel between this and truck stops. How long until no, there's going to be l- lot lizards? <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. What do we call them? Battery baddies. Battery baddies. Yeah, maybe like. Um, mm. There's going to be just random hookers waiting at the Tesla supercharger, and then like, if you drive a Cybertruck, there's going to be enough room in the back for the the battery battery to hop in and top you off while you wait and charge your yeah. car. <laughs> wow, dude, you're getting a little juice of your own. <laughs> She's milking me while I'm milking this charger. That's wow. so funny. Um I feel like if the lot lizard had a reputation as a lizard of like um like a little bit like grimy, I feel like the Tesla mm-hmm. boy version is like got like cat ears on. You know? <laughs> yeah it's a furry yeah <laughs> it's like a cute so, like anime chick is like waiting for you at the tesla supercharger yeah so there's got to be a term around there like mm-hmm. uh i really want to coin this live on air a waifu yeah uh something like a like a batter a kitty maybe they're a kitty <laughs> oh okay okay cat. kitty work with me yeah yeah what do we got here we got batteries we're charging we got batteries Tesla, um, catalytic uh, kitties. <laughs> catalytic kitties. That's pretty good. Batteries have cells. Mm. There's electricity. Electricity. Electricities. That's a good one. I like that. It's crazy, yeah, as close man. As we're gonna get as close as we're gonna get live on air. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing though? There's like an opportunity here where you got like ten single guys. In waiting for something in their car, <laughs> and <laughs> nobody is taking advantage of this. <laughs> like if you're, if you're a catalytic kitty, you can just make your way between the cars, and you know you don't need to spend more than a minute in each car. <laughs> Dude, thirty seconds tops, and these guys got money. Like, exactly, it's very profitable. It's it's the most lucrative business opportunity. Dude, we don't need uh, ZenCaster anymore. We can somehow tap into this market. We need an app. Mm-hmm. We need an app for this. Dude, I think the male equivalent of being a catalytic kitty is like walking around there as a life coach. Just <laughs> introduce yourself as a life coach and help them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just knock on the window and then when they roll it down, it's like, it's like, uh, do you need help with women in your life or, you know, what, mm-hmm. what's going on over there? So let's talk about your career growth plan, your five-year plan. Exactly. Exactly. Do you believe in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? <laughs> Wow, oh, like a religious hawker would have uh, like a really easy time mm-hmm. burning through all It's those. actually perfect to harass people in this situation as well because you're plugged in. You can't just like drive off. Like you got to get out of your car, stop the charging, like put the charger away. Like there's too many things to do before you can just rip out of there. So you're kind of stuck. So this is the perfect opportunity for robbery. You just get your homie to stand in front of the car and then they, they're completely trapped. They can't drive away. <laughs> yeah, put a pylon there and the autopilot won't be able to get around it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But 
actually, I think the religious solicitation is a really interesting uh, angle because the anybody that drives one of these things has already fallen for the cult of personality. So they, mm. which being Elon, so they're probably receptive to other types of cults. Yeah, it's it's entirely possible that they are wind like windy. You know what I mean? They'll go whichever way the wind blows, mm-hmm. or they're windy. They're, <laughs> or they're going to be too loyal to Elon Elon Cock. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, another, so it could go either way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's really good. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we still haven't hit on the like real zinger of an idea. The catalytic kitty is close. Maybe <laughs> we'll throw also... this out to the breadheads. Yeah, breadheads, send us a DM with what you would like to see at your <laughs> local supercharger, um, mm-hmm. and we can potentially make that happen. We've we've got pull with the with the guys over there at X. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, Ty, this makes me think about which what car features should be included in the next update to allow for a more enjoyable charge session. For me, mm-hmm. what the first thing that comes to mind is like. I want to be able to instantly black out my windows, like at a press of a button, just make them fully opaque. And then I'm in this tight little cocoon where I have nobody looking in. I can't look out and I'm able to do whatever I want in there. <laughs> yeah, I was immediately you know? gravitating towards nap time as well. Mm-hmm. I want to recline right? the seat, boot up, um, <laughs> boot up my favorite video streaming service and black out my windows and just have a movie night, if you will. Oh no, you're thinking fap time. <laughs> I just need to I just need to rest my eyes for a minute. It's a lot of driving. Yeah, uh, blackout windows would be really good. I'd love a little table in there. I could uh chop some veggies or <laughs> play solitaire. Just get like challenge my mind a little bit. Dude, if they had a subway and a table in my car, I would be dining in and I would never leave. Because mm, it's perfectly temperature controlled and you can watch YouTube videos while you eat. It's the ideal dining situation for a male eating at Subway. Like mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> alone no can... in their vehicle. <laughs> alone in my vehicle. <laughs> nobody can see or hear me. And I have like a table at my disposal. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That is really cool. <laughs> wow. I kind of, I, yeah. there's something aspirational about that. I, like the idea, the masculine urge to eat in your car like oh, as dude. a safe space, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Safe space. I don't have to talk to no servers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No one's going to bother me. No one's going to see me wipe my face or drop mm-hmm. black olive in my lap. It's, it's perfect. And you can be gone in a moment's notice if you, well, you, as you shared, you can't, but theoretically you, mm-hmm. you are closer to being gone. <laughs> exactly. Wow. You know what? Wow. I have to buy a Tesla after all, Ty. Mm-hmm. Just for just to be a part of that cultural moment and see where it goes. Because <laughs> I think what they're doing, they're living in the future. That's going to be all of us in a few years is we're all going to be in these supercharger lots. We're all going to be like turning down uh, whatever we're calling them, carcinogenic kitties, catalytic <laughs> kitties. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we gotta we gotta come up with a better name by next episode, Ty. I think we'll have we'll have something. I think so too. That's our our commitment to you, breadheads. Mm-hmm. That's right, breadheads. And now it's time for you. them to commit to us. Commit to us by uh, 
purchasing some products from curehydration.com. That's C-U-R-E-H-Y-D-R-A-T-I-O-N.com. They make a variety of supplements and water enhancement drugs. Uh, you can use code BREADHEAD to get 20% off big numbers off anything from their website. You just take your pick. You get whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's it a will big help discount. out with your rehydration. That's right. On those long drives where you can't consume too much water because you don't want to stop and go pee pee every 15 minutes, mm-hmm. just pop a few of these in your water and you'll be hydrated for the entire road trip. That way when yeah, you dude. get to that supercharger, you can take a nice little break, not worry about anything. Amazing. Amazing. So, as she wrote. As she wrote, Breadheads, talk to you later. Ciao. Thank you, fresh everybody. Ciao.